This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Steady on. And also, take your fucking clothes off. <laughs> so um, Matt and Tommy on, you watch the episode back, all we do, all the whole episode is tell them to get naked. It's quite strange, <laughs> really? isn't it? Really? Yeah, really? straight away, you're like, let's just get fucking naked. <laughs> I've, I saw Matt Nicky, we went to the gym together. <laughs> Let's hit it! Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. We're both absolutely knackered. We both had pretty tiring weekends, but we need to bring the funk. I've had my energetic drink. It's been a lovely weekend in London. We've had some sun. Yeah. And it's tired me out, and I've had some nutrients, and now I'm starting to feel a nutrients? bit better. Nutrients? What nutrients have you... You did make a nice dinner, actually. You cooked a nice dinner today. Did you know what I made? No, what was it? It was a salad with chicken. That's a secret fact about Fab. He's actually a... You're actually a bit of a chef, aren't you? That's one thing we haven't given you credit for on the pod. You're you not a really think, good cook. You don't think we've ever spoke about that before? Have we spoke about that before? I don't know. Probably. Surely. I don't know. But happy Monday. Hope everyone has a fantastic week. You maybe listen to this on your way to work. I always say yeah. the same shit. I'm not even going to say that again. Did you guys have a good weekend? Yes, Fabio. I had a fantastic weekend. Thank you for That's asking. That's so good. I'm so glad. Are you going to kick bet. off from a motivational quote? You know? A motivational quote. Go out this morning, right, whether you're listening in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, and just seize the day. Yeah. All right? In the great, the great words of M. Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold, seize the day or die regretting the time that you lost, my friend. I have a motivational quote for you. You do? I, I do. I do. If I said to you, I'd give you a million pounds today... But you will die tomorrow. We've done this, mate. We've done this. I did it, and then you did it, and then we're doing it again. Did I say the same quote? We've done it. This will be the third time that we've said this. Well, but say, like, say it anyway, then. Say <laughs> if it anyway. I gave you a million pounds today, but you die tomorrow, would you take the money? No, absolutely not. Okay. If I said I'd give you a million pounds today, but a family member dies tomorrow, would you take the money? Oh, it depends what family member. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of thinking that myself. Of course not, mate. So every okay. day is just important. If I gave you £86,000 every day, but at the end of the day, the money went, your mission would be to spend all of that money in that day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because you wouldn't get it back. And the next day you get another 86000 but you'd have to spend it every day. Exactly, yeah. But you value time more than money. And there is 86,000 seconds... In a day. Right. So, every single second, you have to thrive. 
does everyone feel my event That now? was like some Albert Einstein shit. Yeah. That was I'm, that was like written I'm on sure the stone. I'm sure people listening with their hairs or their arms stuck up because that was moving. That was page three, chapter six. I know it. Page three, Sun Magazine. Uh, wow. Wink if you know what I mean. Guys, I bet everyone at home is so excited because it's finally race week again. We've got Zanvort. Mm, it's going to be a good one. We'll be bringing you our pre-race episode on Thursday. But it's technically still silly season, and we need to make the most of that right now. Yeah. This is where me and you thrive. This yes. is my favourite part of the whole Formula One year. Last episode, we spoke about the deep sea and why it's so scary. We spoke about dreams, and we had some feedback. People seemed to like us chatting shit. We did. Someone voice noted in mm. a girl. I can't remember her name, but she basically told us. She listened to, I think it was my dream about, you know, when you, I was saying you're trying to punch someone, mm. but it's in slow motion or you're trying to scream to someone, but it's like a whisper. And she actually told us, she Googled it and she told us the reasoning behind it. Okay. Do you have it there? No. Do you want me to... Pull it, pull it up. We won't, we won't go into it, no. but it was really insightful. And guys, we love it when you, when you respond to what we're talking about. So please carry on doing it. If we say something that's really interesting, then feed back to us. We don't say much is interesting. So if you find one little bit that's interesting, let us know. It'll make us feel good. I think we're interesting. And sharing love and positive positivity is something we love to do here on Pit Stop podcast there we go actually That's nah it. nah it's not pit stop podcast it's just pit stop i think pit stops the way forward it's a bit of everything really isn't it have you seen the red bull video with checo and christian in vegas no you haven't seen it i have not seen it i'm not surprised because i hadn't seen it until i watched it earlier it's oh. been out three days okay and what is it i didn't watch it at first because i thought it was going to be your typical you know run-of-the-mill promo for the vegas grand prix but i was pleasantly surprised mate what they got christian Horner christian and checo were actually acting in it no christian was there suit bow tie james bond style he's a bit of like the Is james he a good bond actor? nah <laughs> nah i gotta say right stick to the team boss and the driving guys because i wouldn't say they're the best actors in the world but it was really fun to see them get into that role a little bit and, mm. and have fun with it because they can, you know, it's just, it's nice to see that. My favourite advert, we saw it, we spoke about it on the pod, but my favourite advert re recently, anything F1 related is the Heineken ad with Max. Oh. I think that Max Verstappen, Heineken ad, incredible. Matt was saying that Danny Rick's done a few in the past, mm -hmm. a few different adverts. I haven't seen them. But I remember when Danny Rick did the video with Yuki on the boat, and that's when we said on the pod, they're going to be teammates and no one believed us. So technically... Pit Stop Podcast isn't a load of rubbish. No, we're like the TMZ, the F1 world. We leak all this amazing information. I know. And the crystal ball actually shouted at me this morning as I was getting up. It said, Jake, I'm going to tell you where Danny Rick's going to finish in Zambor. So for Thursday's episode, I'm going to tell you exactly... What the crystal ball said. Y yeah, it told me where Danny Rick's going to finish. It doesn't normally shout, though. No, but it did. It, it must did. really... It was it, a really loud... It was it really out. into it today. Yeah. <laughs> Something else woke you up this morning. Anyway, so <laughs> I was really pleased to see Christian and Checo doing that. And the cool thing about it was, so they were driving like the car actually through the casino. Yeah, I've seen a video of the Formula One car cool. in the casino before. It was driving through. Well, it was only three days ago. Yeah, they did it. They like, did it before for the they? Vegas launch. Yeah, they had a car in the casino. Actually, drive through, drive through the actual yeah, and casino. Yeah, he throws his keys to the valet guy. Or yes. is that the new one? Is the new one? I Where think. he throws his keys to the valet guy, and the valet guy's like, oh, "What do I do with that?" Potentially, him? yeah. But the cool part about it was, do you remember in Vegas when we were there? There was those steps that we sat on. We took a little respite. Yep. It was so hot. We sat on those steps. There was those two lads who were sat next to us and finally ended up speaking to us. And there was the mini Elvis as well. 
Yes, Minnie. <laughs> you got the photo of Minnie. Of course, Fab got a photo yeah. of Minnie Elvis. They put the car on top of the roof above those steps. And we Minnie sat. Elvis was in it. Minnie Elvis, he might have been in it. I didn't see him. Mate, Vegas is a crazy place. There was someone standing on the street with a snake. That doesn't just happen anywhere. That wasn't just, I wasn't a snake, mate. No, it was a king cobra. It was a python. A python. Yeah. You can't have a, a cobra because I'm scared of snakes. That's the one thing in the world that I don't want to go anywhere near. Yeah, but you have faced your fears with those because you and me went to... <laughs> I don't know whether I did. I literally <laughs> held my arms out and it. put it in my hands for five seconds and it was the tiniest little snake. I don't... I, I, I could get down with that, but I can't do the ones where you've got the fucking boa constrictor and they're like wrapping themselves around your neck. What's stopping that snake from just squeezing yeah, but, you to but, death? Yeah, and people have them as pets. Like, there's probably someone listening who has a boa constrictor as a pet. Like, are you not scared that you're just going to wake up and the thing is going to be wrapped around you? There was a lad that was in the year above us at school, Sam. Well, and yeah, yeah, he and has he, loads he, of snakes. He, I don't know if he does it anymore, but he connect, collected snakes. He had a shed put in his back garden full of snakes. I think some of them went missing. I might have made that up, but I think some of them went missing. <laughs> snakes are sneaky little things. They're clever as well. Snakes are very clever. They yeah. can escape. Have you seen a film called Split? Yes, where the guy has that 18 personalities or 7 personalities. James McAvoy, yeah, and he turns into the beast. For anyone who hasn't watched it, I won't give it away, but he does this thing where he squeezes people to death. That's what a boa constrictor would be like. That, no, boa for me, I'd rather be poisoned. Like Really? Yeah, I'd rather just King Cobra bite me, let me die like that. Being squeezed oh, to mate, death be, and not being able to get awful. out of it. That'd be awful. Snakes are horrendous things. Speaking of Vegas, right, I've got some numbers here, mate. And I'm going to head over to uh, Safari, or no, Google Chrome, sorry, because there's a big article about this. It says, the 560 million challenge of turning Las Vegas Strip into an F1 track. Mm-hmm. $560 million, mate. It's a lot of money. It's that's, a big investment. T- to me, that's far beyond what I thought it would t- like cost to turn you know, a street into a racetrack. Well, they're redoing it all. They've, I've seen pictures of Vegas at the moment. Like, loads of the main roads are shut because they're completely, like, re-turfing it. They've like, resurfaced everything. Re-turfing it. It's not turfing <laughs> it. They've re- put Astro down everywhere. Re-roading it. They've, re- um, they've resurfaced it all, which, at the end of the day, that's only better for Vegas, right? And the cars. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be better for them in the long run. But obviously, it's causing a load of disruptions. But it says here, yeah. Surely they're going to have to do this every year, though, because the roads that it's on are going to be normal roads. So they're going to resurface it now. But then as soon as the race is over and uh, they become normal roads again, everyone's going to be driving on it again. So by the time it's Vegas next year, the road's just going to be pretty ruined again. I don't know if it would be... Would it be ruined? I don't know. Like, how I mean, long our, does a road take to get ruined? Our roads over here get ruined because in the, in the, in the winter, the water goes in the cracks and it freezes and it makes, the crack, it makes potholes. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have that problem in the desert. No. So I don't actually know. But it says here, 480 million dollar building so that's 480 mil on like the grandstands obviously all the hospitality the grandstands are obviously temporary but then you've got like the, obviously the paddock area the garages the pit lane everything else that's like over half a, a it's about half billion a, yeah. half a billion i wonder how much of it is going to be there all the time the grandstands won't be is the pit lane paddock going to be there the whole time not sure because i it's just 
I don't know. For like a pop-up track, I feel like they need to have some stuff there the whole time. It's a shame that they can't have like a bit of a smaller track that can be available all year round for like other formulas. Because it would be cool to like keep bringing people back to Vegas. But I guess they just want it to be F1, the pinnacle. Yeah, and it's got to be slap bang in the middle of Vegas. Because there's so much space, they could put it further but, out. Yeah, that's but then the there'd, thing. Be, there'd be nothing there. They so easily could have done Vegas and it could have been like... A little bit outskirts mm. but it just wouldn't be anywhere near as cool no. it'd be like doing london but doing it in essex do you know what i mean yeah like, and say and for all the promo driving around big like ben but you're in the middle <laughs> of a woods like you just couldn't get away with that speaking of chaos on the roads mate and speaking of Zanvor, taxi drivers in Zanvor are saying that they're going to be they're going to protest mm-hmm. this race and they're going to cause a blockade at the dutch grand prix so they're not going to deliver anyone well, I mean, I guess Deliver. not. I guess not all of them are going to be doing it, but there's going to cause a disruption. Do you remember our little argument with the taxi driver in Zambort when we were trying to get back? I remember how much we had to pay. Yeah, because he was like, it was so much money, and he was like, you won't get home any other way. And I was like, mate, we ain't paying like two hundred euros to get back. And he was like, there's no other way, no other way. And me and you were like, no, nah. they, they they were trying to do like two fifty. Yeah, and we said like a hundred. But you worked your magic because they were all stood there chatting. There was like four or five taxi drivers stood together chatting. And you started bringing up football. And then you were talking about the football transfers. And then we got them on our side. Oh, and then yeah. they lowered it to like 180 euros. We had had a lot of beers at this point. That was after uh, the Red Bull party. After the Red Bull party, yeah. Yeah, no. So, okay. Why are they doing that? Like, this is a great weekend for every taxi driver to make a lot of money, no? Because only cer- a certain amount of taxi drivers have the pass which do you remember on the map like every time that we tried because on the last day we got the train in right because there's a it's a restricted area it says on their oh, map yeah. in the taxis like there's a red zone and some of them can't get into it it was restricted but then we figured out that with our paddock passes we had access to the restricted we VIPs, area right mate. so we went vip we did indeed <laughs> we did indeed. oh mate i wish we were going again this year uh so do i but you know what that's just life. Don't argue with life. If if you don't get an opportunity somewhere, another one may arise. And that's life. You never know. You know, I might that's get married life. during Zanvor to you. What, because you're on holiday with your girlfriend? To you. Well, Zanvor's on, you're on holiday, though. Yeah, I am. So how are you going to get married to me? Are we going to do it via Skype or something? Um, we could do it over Riverside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we could actually get married by Riverside. We could. I'm sweating. All right, I had to put this jumper on because I'm wearing a vest underneath and no, one wants, no one's ready to see the pythons yet. We're filming today's episode because we thought we needed some clips for social. We don't have enough clips going out on our TikTok and Instagram when we do these. And so YouTube shorts. It's because we usually film them at like late times or we've been busy all day and then it's like, uh, we look awful, do we want to film? But today, we're making a movie. Yeah, so everyone, check out our uh, TikTok, YouTube shorts, and Instagram, because you might see some fresh clips. Breaking oh, no. news. Break me away. My, <laughs> my boy, my guy, the legend, Fernando Alonso, has spent 22 years on the Formula One grid. He is the most experienced F1 driver to have ever lived, mate. Stop looking at my notes because I want you to be surprised when I tell you. <laughs> right, no, You're I am staring at my how phone. How on earth is this breaking news? Because he, so he went on the high performance podcast, right? I saw that. Yeah, which it's a shame, you know. I will say it. It's a shame that other podcasts get these drivers because I know that if they come on the pit stop podcast, it would be the best episode. Yeah, I but know. There you go. He basically said that if he could go back in time, he would love to win a championship with Ferrari. 
That would be his one thing to do. So he raced for Ferrari for five seasons. And in 2010, he missed the opportunity to win the championship. Yeah, get this, by four points. Cool, who won it? Uh, I'll tell you in a minute. I'll tell you in a minute. It's further <laughs> down in my notes. so close. It's further down in my notes. And in 2012, he was only three points away from winning the championship. So he was really close twice. I believe it was Seb Vettel. It yeah. was Seb that won, that won those. But I was thinking, mate, we should take it upon ourselves to go back in time. When we've got some spare time, we yeah. should watch some old seasons of F1. Yeah, like historic races. The as most well. exciting seasons. Because that... To see, because Seb was in the Red Bull and they were still dominating back then as well. But you got Fernando Alonso in the Ferrari. He's three points away yeah. from winning the championship. How exciting must that I season know. have been? That's how I wish it was now. I wish there was like 20 points between the top five and every race it could go one way, go the other. Like, I think that's how everyone wants it to be. Mm. Like, that's, that's the thing. But then, yeah. Do you not think it would like change our perspective on the sport though? Because all we know really is the last two seasons. Yeah, I think that's why we have such a different view. A lot of the new people that have come in probably view the whole sport completely differently mm. to like, I don't know, people that have been watching for like five, six years, which is fair and absolutely fine. But yeah, we should definitely take it upon ourselves to study that era before. How do we do it? Is it how can we watch all these? If anyone at home knows, how do we watch old F1 seasons? So people listening now should send us on Instagram at pitstop. The, t the season, so like 2002 or whatever, and tell us which ones to watch yeah. and which were the best races. Because but we can get the full races up. Can, how? Yeah, on the F1 habit, I'm pretty sure, on the F1 app. Do you have the F1 app? No. Okay. So that idea has gone to shit. But, <laughs> but what I would say as well, people, go easy on us, right? Don't send us, like, fucking 1946 with Fangio. Like, I, 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 Fangio. We, I would love to get to that at some point, but, like, we need to ease into these old seasons. There needs so, to be people we know to start with. Yeah, so in the last 10, 15 years, like, I think that would be great. Like, maybe with a bit of Michael Schumacher in there. So I'll get down with that. The, all the Hamilton seasons were apparently great because even though he was winning so much, at least you had two teammates competing. We should watch the season with him and, and Rosberg. Mate, I've seen it so many times. I've seen that, that YouTube vid, the Arrows vid, where it shows every race and the battle gun, Rosberg's way, Hamilton's way. Yeah, but we've got to watch the whole season, though. Yeah, I'd love to watch the whole we season. We've got to do that. All the awesome. races. I've only seen the cutdowns. Yeah. But that was them you've two just seen the crashes yeah. you've just gone on YouTube at times and Lewis Hamilton crashed and you've watched that. I still can't believe Rosberg retired as soon as he won. I can. That's such a boss move. That's what I'd do. Do you... Do you think that's a boss move? Um, it, it sh it, you can look at it two ways. It's either like you're scared to like follow it up mm. or you're like, I'm, I've won and I'm done with this. Mate, I think it was fear. I I, now, I don't know because I didn't watch the season, but if you're going up against Lewis Hamilton as a teammate, that's, and that's scary. And if you've just won a season by the skin of your teeth, then I would be like, I'm done. That's a rubbish saying because teeth don't actually have skin on them. They have plaque. Mine don't because I brush twice a day. <laughs> don't know about you. Uh, and enamel. Enamel. <clears throat> not yeah. skin. So technically, he actually won by the enamel on his teeth. Should we? I'm going to Google that. Yeah. D do teeth have skin on them? Because that's a very famous saying. Won by the skin on his skin teeth. Skin of my teeth is a phrase from the Bible. In Job 1920, King James Version of the Bible says, My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. 
That doesn't really explain anything. But to actually, be no. Maybe it, maybe teeth do have skin because everything technically has a skin, and teeth are bones, aren't they? I don't think. Uh, I don't think teeth have skin. But teeth are bones. Latifi has skin. Latifi does. I wonder how he's getting on at oh, college. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Going really. to the frat parties. Well, no, he's in England, isn't he? What's it called? Uh, Freshers Week. <laughs> Latifi's loving Can you imagine? Freshers Week. Can you mate? imagine being 19? Yeah, you're going out to like fucking Oceana. Oceana. You're getting smashed off WKDs. You turn around, you've got like Latifi's the next mate, Latifi loves a WKD. Double vodka Red Bull. He's out there right now. Cameo. Dance floor. Do you think? Yeah, of course. I feel you. like he's like an Aperol spritz. He's in the booth, right? mate. He VIP gets yeah. the booth. He's got the girl when the girls come out with the sign with his name yeah. on it and the champagne bottles with the sparklers and that. That's the TV. Breaking news. Breaking? How breaking? It's pretty breaking, if you don't mind the pun. Toto Wolf broke his arm. Oh, serious? Toto Wolf went mountain biking. I'm pretty sure it was the first week of the summer break and he fell off. He snapped his arm into a million pieces. Well, is he going to be better for Amsterdam? Well, he doesn't really do anything. Like, to be honest, a team principal... Let's be you, honest. Yeah, you could do it. Let's probably. be honest. It's all in the brain for a team principal. It's about talking. You don't, like, with your own arms, actually do anything. It's funny you bring that up because, let's say, for instance, he wasn't able to make Zambor. He has a right-hand man. He has a person on backup, right? Yeah, and he's not been at races before when he went to Disney last year with his kids. Yeah, so if he can't make a race, there's someone who will fill in for him. Now, previously, that has been James Vows. Aha, but James Vows has made a transfer. He has. He has now been signed to Williams for a record-breaking deal. <laughs> Martial <laughs> has lost his nugget. Martial. Yeah. Martial. Yeah. So who's going to cover Total Wolf if we can't make it because of his broken arm? Jerome D'Ambrosio. Okay. So Jerome D'Ambrosio, I hope that's how you pronounce his surname, he would fill in for him, for Toto, if he missed a race. So Toto, how many races do you think he's ever missed? He missed one last year when he went to Disney with his kids. I know that. So there's at least one. It's three in, yeah. the, in the last 11 years, mate. Yeah, that's fair. Let three him miss races. a few. No, that's like, that's an unbelievable like record, I think. To, yeah. You know, but then I suppose every driver makes every race. But then, yeah, still pretty impressive, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this Jerome guy, he raced in F1 for a year. He raced for Marussia, the team that we know a lot about. We do know quite a lot about Marussia, yeah. actually. In 2011. And I believe he was also the team boss for Venturi in Formula E. Venturi Racing. Yeah. I, f- I learned something about Formula E. What did I learn? Oh, yeah. We were talking about it, weren't we? Why, um, why Mercedes left. All the teams like to go there and trial a load of stuff for like their battery powers and like electric stuff. They like do a year and then they like leave. So I wonder, like, they win it and then they go. Do you think McLaren will leave then? Well, that's what I mean, yeah. I I think if McLaren win it, I think they'll leave, yeah. I think once you, like, figure out the best way to do it compared to the rest of the grid and you win Formula E, I think you leave. I like winning. I especially like winning a big, fat F1 quiz. Oh, that's right. There's a Oh, yeah, there is a quiz for you today, but I've got to pick you up on something. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
This episode is brought to you by Tic Tac. Minty, refreshing, classic. And it's not just the Tic Tac mints. It's the new track by Canise with beats that'll leave you feeling as refreshed as a Tic Tac and a vibe that'll take you on a ride through 100 layers of flavor. Does it get any fresher than this? Tic Tac, enjoy the bright side. That hundred layer joy ride. Pop one, let's paint the town. Freshman flavors all around. Take a ride on a Tic Tac. Pick up a pack of Tic Tac mints today. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. How many components did you say are on an F1 car last week? Uh, 15, was it? Didn't I say 25,000 and that was the most? It, yeah, it was 15,000, but then there was another article that said like 85,000. Yeah, 000. it's 80,000, mate. I knew you were wrong. Yeah, but how are you describing components? Like? Everything. From every little bit of rubber to every screw to every... There's 80,000 and another fact. Where have you read that, though? Mate, doesn't matter about you where read it, it on some from. bullshit article don't, online the same as me. We don't, no, mine isn't from a dodgy website. Mine is from a source. W- who's the source? Ruth Buzzkill. Thou cannot drop names. Va- James Vows. Let me just tell you, it's a driver. Vroom, vroom. And an, an F1 driver? I can't say. Yeah, you can. No. Well, you're, you're just making up a load of baloney. Okay, I made all of that up. It's on Google, right? <laughs> but it takes 150,000 hours as well to put one of the cars together. 150,000 human labor hours to build the car the first time. Wow. That's how much work goes into putting one of these cars together. 150,000 So how often are they built from scratch then, just at the start of the year, do you reckon? I don't think they ever build from scratch. Like, I'm sure they're always going off, like, a bit of last year. Like, Red Bull aren't going to go, right, forget everything we've just done. Let's build a new one for next year, surely. They'll go, this is what we did last year. So for next year, let's change that and that. And apparently, Red Bull's car's going out for Tower, isn't it? That's another thing that we learned. Yeah, I learned that from you. Oh, so we're not and saying I haven't it, seen so that we... anywhere else, but I haven't really been looking. So. Crazy fact. Three crazy facts. Oh. Right, I want everyone to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because there's three crazy facts coming up. Let me just get comfortable. Now, these are really crazy. Formula One crazy facts. All 20 cars in all races qualifying practice and all testing sessions in a whole year so a whole year of formula one racing yeah they use less fuel than one transatlantic flight from london to new york all of the racing all of the testing all of the qualifying everything in an f1 season uses less than one flight from well, london one to car new york. though no everything all wow. of the cars everything wow and that makes me think why on earth are we trying to make these cars so electric? 
Like there's like 50 flights that probably leave England every day to America. And that's going to happen every day for the rest of our lives. So why are we trying to take the one thing that everyone loves in Formula One, which is like the noise of the car and if they don't even use that much. That makes me think that you've been on that Reddit forum that I was on last week. That is off Reddit, but it, <laughs> I, I did proof check it. I did proof check it. That's crazy, mate. I, I mean... I thought it'd be a lot more than that. It makes sense because they don't put that much fuel in the car. Obviously, they fuel the cars yeah. for the amount of laps, but still, it's a lot of laps. Like, in a, you know, 20 cars. Mm. How many... Like, let's say on average, like, a, a, a track's got, like, 60 laps around it, on average. Do you know what? I'm glad you said that. Oh, because that's leading on to one of my next crazy facts. Oh, I hold my tongue then right. by the skin right. of my teeth. No, this one I really didn't believe, and I still don't know whether it's true. But the length of an F1 track is apparently always 190 miles, and the Monaco Grand Prix is the only exception. This allows each F1 race to be completed in approximately two hours. The 2021 US Grand Prix was the most attended. But yeah, every single track is apparently 305 km other than Monaco. I've read that. Did you know that? It's roughly that. It's within a few kilometers, I think. I don't think they can get it spot on every time. I didn't even think about the fact that they're all the same length. I thought that they're just like, you know, they get a track, they go, we'll do 70 there. Uh. But they're actually all set to be this. But I guess it would have to be because the cars can only carry a certain amount of fuel. I guess they know then. But then with a, with a track like Spa, where you've got a lot of hills, you burn more fuel going uphill. Yeah, because like, you know when you run up a hill, your legs really hurt. And if you're doing a bit more lift and coast, then maybe you don't nah, use as nah, much fuel. I don't do much lift and coasting on Spa. Really? Yeah, nah, neither do I really. I'm pretty much flat out for most of it, to be honest. Probably why we always end up in the barrier. Mm, I like to lift and coast in Mexico a lot, especially through the snake. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel that, yeah. Final crazy fact. Jackie Stewart used to keep a spanner taped to his steering wheel so that if he crashed and he was trapped, he could still get out and not burn to death. Wow. He would have a spanner. Taped to the back of his steering wheel every race. Rumour has it, Jackie Chan used to leave some nunchucks strapped to his Jackie Chan. steering wheel as well, so we could fight crime when he gets Jackie out. Jackie Chan, was that a movie? Or a series? I don't... I, I've definitely seen it. Jackie Chan's a person. Yeah, but it's a movie, isn't it? Rush Hour, are you thinking of Rush Hour? Yeah. Wait, Jackie Chan's a real person? Yeah. And is they like a kung fu fighter? Yeah. He was Kung Fu fighting, mate. Everybody is Kung Fu fighting. Was he in Kung Fu Panda? I don't think he was. That was Jack Black, wasn't it? I don't know. I'm getting lost. Yeah, let's go on to the quiz. Quiz. Because I'm, I'm so ready to just hit some cues. <laughs> okay, as we did fabs last week, it was um, a mix of stuff that makes sense and stuff that is a load of rubbish. I have done my best here to put together a great quiz. Ten questions, so please play along at home. My questions were absolutely phenomenal, thanks. No, and you've you got the same questions off the same Reddit forum. No, so. no, these aren't all off Reddit. Oh, really? Yeah, some other dodgy websites as well. Excellent. And some of these questions we've done before. I can't wait to get stuck into this. You ready? No, because we've got to do the jingle first. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Ba, 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 the pit stop quiz. <laughs> How many F1 drivers? Hey, 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 you got to renounce which question it is first. Oh, sorry. Question number one. How many Formula One drivers have children and who? We've done this before. I know we have. That's why I'm bringing it up. Is and it, some might have had kids now. Is it multiple choice? No. I want you to tell me who's got kids and then we'll add up how many. Kevin Magnussen. Correct. 
Come on. Think. Oh. We have done this before as well, so you should know. And it was you asking me, so you had it in front of you. I can't even think of every single driver when I'm on the spot. It's so hard when I'm on the spot. Who's? I, I know Fernando hasn't got kids. No, he's older. Think enough. of the older ones. <sighs> Who else is older? Um, Lewis Hamilton hasn't got kids. Nico Hulkenberg. I don't know, so I'll say that he's got a kid. Correct. Nico Hulkenberg does have a kid. That's two. Nico Hulkenberg, Kevin Magnussen. Apart from that, mate, I actually... Checo Perez! Yep, three children. Correct. That's... Come on, think about it. There's another driver... Is there one? ...where his child always comes on and when he's streaming. Who is Max. it? Max Verstappen. He hasn't got a kid. It's not his kid. Yeah, but he's still looking after it's it. It's not his kid, though, it's, is uh, it? So what? You're not going to count it? No, mate. I would not count that. I, I I understand, you know, we're talking biologically here. I understand if he, you know, if he's fathering the child, he's being a father figure. I respect that. But we're talking biological here. Cool. Well, in that case, you're incorrect because it's four and I've counted Max. You can't argue with the Quizmaster. Zero out of one. I'm going to absolutely argue with the Quizmaster because that's what? wrong. Oh, well, you go, go to FIA. completely you wrong. No, I'm going to go to your girlfriend in the other room and ask her her opinion. <laughs> Only one team in the history of Formula One has won every World Drivers' Championship and every Constructors' Championship they have ever competed in. But which team is it? Braun GP. You really did get the questions off the same place, didn't you? Well, it's obvious, mate. They competed in one season, they won. 2009. Oh, my God. This is is bad now because me and you have actually started to learn stuff. Am I right? You're spot on. Fuck yeah. But these quizzes were worse when we didn't know anything. This is so obvious, though. Okay. Which driver got a penalty eight seconds into their Formula One debut? Sebastian Vettel. What for? Uh, he sped out the pit lane. Oh my word. Is that right? You know everything. But did he start in the pit lane, though? Yeah. And he sped out. Yeah, eight <laughs> seconds into his debut, Sebastian <laughs> Vettel got a penalty. I absolutely love that. Oh, let's go. Okay, this one. Two Formula One drivers can ride a unicycle. I don't know this one. Now, who is it? <laughs> let's think about it. Who do we think would be best in the circus? Well, I guess not unicycle isn't just Are we circus, talking current right? grid? Uh, one of them is on the current grid, one of them isn't. I was going to say Danny Rick. Can confirm Danny Rick can't ride a unicycle. Well, he might be able to, but he's not one of the one as I've got here. Okay. Here's a clue for you. The two that it is were teammates at one point. I think Lewis Hamilton's way too cool to be going anywhere near a fucking unicycle. Really? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. I don't That's see, strange. see him do that shit. Lewis Hamilton might be one of them. <clears throat> he might be, but I don't think he is. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> Yuki? No. Now they used to be so. One of them's on the current grid. One of them isn't, but they used to be teammates. Yeah, there must be a video of this somewhere for someone to have this fact because I don't know how anyone knows that these two drivers can race, can ride a unicycle. If you're not going to give me multiple choice, mate, I don't know how I'm going to get this right. Okay, Rosberg and Hamilton, Lando and Oscar, or Carlos and Charles. <laughs> That's still really hard. I'm going to go Lando and Oscar. Okay, well, you obviously didn't listen to what I said, because I absolutely blown that. I've said one of them isn't on the current grid, oh, so it's fuck. obviously Lewis and... Lewis could... Hello? Lewis Hamilton could ride a... 
<laughs> right, we just had to cut there because Jay's mic just the, the cable the wire came out. Fell out of the, the actual mic. Dodgy cables. Yeah, it's Lewis and Rosberg. I have no idea how anyone knows that they can ride the unicycle. That's ridiculous. I don't picture Lewis on a unicycle. No, uh, that that might be a lie. But <laughs> right, you've been doing good so far. Almost Th- four out of five. And this question is from a website, from an article called "Only Real F1 Fans Will Know the Answer to These F1 That's Questions." That's me, baby. That's me. <laughs> okay, this is a multiple choice. Thank God. What is the minimum weight of an <laughs> right, I gotta get this. Gotta say it properly, haven't I? Because it could be clipped. What is the minimum weight of an? Oh my god, I've blown it again. What is the minimum weight an F1 car must be, including the driver? Seven hundred ninety-eight kg, six hundred thirty-five kg, or five hundred thirty-two kg. I know driver and seat is eighty, and that's all I know. Okay. So how much does an F1 car weigh? Half a ton? Roughly? A ton is 1,000 kg, right? Yes. Okay. So can you just read the numbers out again? 532 kg, 635 kg, or 798 kg? Now, remember, quick reminder... Real F1 fans know the answer to these questions is the name of the article. I'm going to go the six... Six, wait, wait, wait. Just wait, all right? 635 kg. 635, that means the car... Oh. That would mean the car weighs yeah. 550. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one anyway. Well, you're incorrect, mate. 798 kg is the weight of the car and driver. Damn it. Now, I wouldn't have known that. That's if, a heavy car. I reckon my Golf is lighter than that. But they're allowed to be heavier. That's just the minimum weight. If you well, no one would want to be heavier. Mm. I'm sure. Do you reckon they're all exactly it? You know, like when you get on a scale, you can be a tiny bit over in that. Mm. Like, what do you reckon the difference is between like all 20 cars? Because they won't all be exactly. Do you, I, do you I, reckon I, they all are exactly? No, I don't reckon. That. I reckon they try and get as close as they can, but I don't reckon they all are spot on. And it must. It must. There's be, a lot of planes going over tonight. Mate. I know. Sunday night as well. The listeners, like, there's a lot of planes coming into the airport. I'm sure people can probably hear the planes on some of the apps, by the way. If you've ever wondered what that noise is. You can hear it on every app. It's because we live near an airport. Yeah, we do, yeah. Yeah, let's give away our location a little bit more. Yeah, right what next does to the Heathrow. formula... What? Right next to Heathrow. Slash Stansted. Yeah. What does formula mean in Formula One? The formula is the ratio of the something to something in the fuel. It's it's the it's their special formula of what's in the fuel. How do you know that? Because uh, it's like the secret formula from SpongeBob. <laughs> That's not right, mate. Is it not? It's not right. Fuck. The formula is a set of rules that the cars and participants must follow. This term can be traced back to the nomenclature used by FIA, and this has come from after World War Two, when it was single seat irregular. Regulations. I don't believe it. I don't. Be- I think I was right. Oh, mate, there's so many big words in it that I don't even know where. SpongeBob. 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 Blackton. SpongeBob. Who's SpongeBob? Favorite show of all time. What was George Russell's first ever car? A Beetle, a Volkswagen Polo, or a Ford Focus? Oh, he's a Polo man. I think. I know Signs was golf. 
Like, he had a goal for ages. Well, can you imagine George Russell going to McDonald's with, going, going to McDonald's in with girls in the back, pick up nuggets. Polo. You reckon he's a polo man? What is it, beetle? Something's telling me beetle, though. A beetle, a polo, or a Ford Focus. Something's telling me beetle. He's a tall guy. But then I think you might have picked beetle just because your mum drives one. Yeah, my mum does. Bless my mum does that beetle for so long. I've I, said it before, but I used to hate her dropping me at school in that. Yeah, so but she looks, she just looks sweet in the beetle. She loves it. Um, mate, I don't see him as a Ford Focus kind of guy. You know I what my really mum wanted don't. for Christmas? She wanted the little eyelash things that go over the, the, the over the front of the beetle lights. No way! What? I was like, Mum, I can't find them anywhere. Sorry. And there's meant to be a flower in the beetle in the front. There's like a spot where you have a flower, mm. and it just kind of goes back and forward. <laughs> she wanted one of them as well. And they were sold out. Well, I, I know, I, I know it. what I'm getting Michelle for Christmas. The eyelashes. I'm gonna get the eyelashes. <laughs> no, yeah. don't, because she'll actually put them on. She'll be driving around Housham with a beetle with eyelashes on. Your mum went on a date. Yes, my mum my mom listens to the pod as well. Mom Hi, Michelle. Went on a date. How did it go, Michelle? With a racing driver. Is he? Oh, he is, isn't he? a racing driver. Oh, my God. So, it's Matt Webber. <laughs> did it Mark go well? Webber is has married she, has she seen to him Anne again? Webber. Has she seen him again? Um, it's a touchy subject. All right, well, we won't go there. We then. won't go there. No. Mark's been busy. Next question. <laughs> Mark Webber's going to be my dad. Oh, mate, that would be fucking awesome. Imagine Christmas. Hi, Mark. Hey, <laughs> get on, Mark. Mark, I missed you. <laughs> what is Esteban Ocon's favourite dessert? Now, Frog's legs. <laughs> Snails. No, I'm going to give you a marble choice. <laughs> Chocolate brownie. <laughs> Red velvet cake. That's yours. That's yours. Or a Terry Masseau. Or a creme brulee. Who's Terry? I don't know. I actually wrote Terry. Tiramisu. T- is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. How to pr- I just get chocolate brownie every time. Chocolate brownie, red velvet cake, tiramisu, or creme brulee. He said this on an interview. He loves it. Oh. What does Esteban... So if Esteban Ockham went out for dinner after a race win, what do you reckon he'd get? Creme brulee. Correct. Oh, was it? It's about knocking as a creme brulee man. No, I, I thought it was a red all over. Cake kind I of man. Why? Can I ask why? And I, I, like, I had this conversation with my girl, right? Because we were in the we were in the coffee shop and there was cakes, right? And we were looking at the red velvet cake and I said, that's Jake's favourite cake. And both of us couldn't really figure out why because as far as I'm concerned, it's just a red cake. So why don't you explain to the red people? Red for Arsenal. Chocolate in the middle. Red for Ferrari. And ice, red for Ferrari, red for Ferrari, Ferrari sorry. Yeah. yeah, but there's also a bit of red in Red Bull. Get it? Because it's red. Aye, aye. So I like them that. Steady on. And also... Take your fucking clothes off. Carry on. <laughs> so Matt and Tommy on, you watch the episode back, all we do, all the whole episode is tell them to get naked. It's quite strange, <laughs> really? isn't it? Really? Yeah, really? straight away, you're like, let's just get fucking naked. <laughs> I've, I saw Matt naked. We went to the gym together. <laughs> And the, first, the first few times that me and Matt went to the gym, we would go in the we would go in the separate little changing area to put our swimming trunks oh, yeah. on. And then the other day, I just thought, you know what, fuck it, Matt, I'm just gonna get naked in front of you. And I put my shorts on in front of him. And then he got his little tush out and got naked in front of me. Didn't see anything apart from his perfectly sculpted tush. The guy has been going to the gym, right? And his body is like. It's being Matt Gallagher's body is a temple. Matt Gallagher's body is going to be carved into Mount Rushmore. Like the, <laughs> the pecs 
I've never seen nothing it's like it. It's like he has the Grand Canyon through the middle. He's got two stones either side. Stones. And his shoulders are rock hard. And don't even get me started on Tommy. Now that man is also a Greek god. Tommy's body's glorious, all right? Tommy has been doing a thing on TikTok to make Logan Sargent world champion. And Logan Sargent now is world champion. I believe he made it on like episode 54. So Logan Sargent and Tommy, congrats. What are you talking about? If you know, you know. That's one of them, unfortunately. Oh, I clearly don't know. You don't know. Sorry, Tommy. Lewis Hamilton has been in a Disney movie. Did you know that? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know, but I remember something about it. Uh, which Disney movie has he been in? Little Mermaid. It's got to be Cars, surely. There's no point in me even saying the question. Was it really? Little Mermaid, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Shrek, or Cars? <laughs> well, it's not fucking going to be any <laughs> of the other ones, is it? On reflection of me writing that question, it's pretty obvious that it's Cars. Mate, it's pretty obvious it's going to be the only answer, surely. I don't remember him being in Cars. Was he a little dwarf in, in Snow Wolf? <laughs> Snow, Snow Su- Wolf. Susie's Wolf and the Seven, the seven Totos? <laughs> You imagine seven Toto Wolves. Fuck me, that'd be a nightmare. Piper Nickel! All of them <laughs> screaming at breakfast. I'm not going to lie, your quiz was much better than mine. I've only got one question left, and I know you're going to know the answer to it. Don't be so hard on yourself, mate. I thought it was a good quiz. Who is the youngest ever team principal to win the F1 championship? Mm. Multiple choice, please. <laughs> I'm trying to do a multiple choice, but I can't think of three. Oh, my God. Toto Wolf. Yeah. Christian Horner. Yeah. Or Adam Seagull. It's Chrissy H. <laughs> Is it really? That was so hard to do a Marvel choice for because Let's I couldn't say go. James Vows. I couldn't say half of the other ones because they're older. Give me a clap. Please. Yeah, have a clap. And that, do you know what? Christian Horner smashed it because um, it was 2010 and it was after they bought an Adrian Newey. But yeah, to be the youngest ever team principal and to be doing what Christian Horner is currently doing. Yeah, he's done very well. I didn't realise how long Christian had actually been in the sport for, and it's not until you look back at the old seasons you see how young he was. Mm. I saw a clip from them in Monaco, um, and he was so young, mate, and he looks like my brother-in-law. He looks like Ollie, doesn't he? He does. Maybe we should just get Ollie on the pod and title it as Christian, Christian Horner on the pit stop. Because I reckon we'd probably still pull the views. Uh, you know, it's on a steal. No one would know, would they? That would be genius. AI his voice. AI is actually a scary thing. Maybe that's what we should talk about as the final topic of today's episode. It's Where really Where do we scary. think the world is going? Because I have seen videos now of Lando Norris singing songs. People are AIing mm. his voice and Leclerc and all of them. I saw, I, I don't know the whole thing, but I saw someone posted about, um, there's, there's basically, been, I don't know who it was, but it was a guy who was like a politician telling people to do something. Okay. So like he, I don't know who he was, but he was. This is an awful story. But he was a very important person who put out something on like on online. But it was just an AI version of it, saying like, "Follow this link for your chance to win a hundred quid." People were putting in their details. It's dangerous. Mm. Imagine how far it can go. Like it'll get to the point where, you know, like in school back in the day, you might have had a terrible animation trying to teach kids something. If if a certain child loves Miley Cyrus or Hannah Montana, like kids did when we were younger, I don't know. Mm. In a couple of years' time, on your iPad at school, you'll be able to click. Who do you want to teach you? And you'll be like, I'll click Thierry Henry, Daniel David Cr- Beckham, Daniel you know? Craig. Literally, and that person will become your teacher. 
Because they'll all be done by AI voices. Do you know what? It's terrifying, yeah? But if you were to ask anyone from 50 years, 100 years, you know, 500 years ago, like, about the future, they would say, ah, oh, impending doom. They'd say that something bad's going to happen with technology and we're all going to die, right? But I just think the best thing about humans and the best thing about what we do is we adapt to new scenarios. And whatever the change is, we'll find a way. It is scary when you think about it because the way that we deal with things now, we can't fathom what it could be like to have like robots or AI in like like fully fledged in like 20 years or 50 years. But we'll find a way to figure it out and deal with it. I, I have full faith in the human race. I'm not going to be impressed until there's flying cars, mate. Flying cars, and that's when I'm going to sit there back are, and go, mate. you know what? There I've are. seen the trial bits of them. No, there's actually one now. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. It's done by like um, the same way as the people that, like, you know, the people that fly around the track that crashed when Oscar saw it with the yeah. jetpacks. It's yeah. literally the same, just yeah. over the wheels. You can see how it work, but I wouldn't trust a flying car. They'd need a lot of testing before I got in one. I had a, we had a conversation with someone about it, and someone said it the, the skies would be chaos. Mm. Because can you imagine if planes weren't like tracked and had a flight path, and, pe and planes were just flying about all, where, all everywhere? Do you know, what I mean? it'd be crazy. People would be crashing all the time. Yeah, and I've seen the videos of an airport, what it looks like, planes coming in and out. Yeah. I always underestimate that. And we both always watch stuff about plane crashes and stuff. I know. What the perfect them. thing to do for people that hate flying, eh? Yeah. Guys, I'm sweating my bonts off. My forehead is dripping with sweat. Why am I wearing a hoodie? Mm. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope you just enjoyed that 45 minutes of us chatting rubbish on your way to work or on your way home. It's been a... It's going to be a good week. I'm glad the racing's back. Yeah, so am I. We got Zanvoort, and then we fly straight into Monza. Mm -hmm. And then after Monza is Singapore. And then it's Japan. So the predictions will come on Thursday. I mean, I'm obviously going to go for a back-to-back -back Oscar Piastri win. And the boy's on fire. Who knows, mate? I didn't want to say anything on the pod because I didn't do a lot of research, but, you know, McLaren are looking good. Mercedes reckon they're bringing some top-tier upgrades. I've got some news and some upgrades. Yeah. So and we'll, some of it's insider. Well, let's discuss it on like Thursday. Like, really inside? Let's re how, how far inside? <laughs> Stick a harm all the way up. Really? Yeah, it's <laughs> proper inside information Christ coming. Christ alive. Yeah, Thursday's episode's going to be a good one. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. All right, make sure that you do your good deed for the day. Run those errands. Tell someone you... you what good deed are you going to do today? I've done my good deed, I think. Like holding a door open for someone? Oh, that goes without saying, man. That's I not even a good deed. That's I just that Fabio Bocca. What have I done today? That was a good deed. Um, I let someone go in front of me in Morrison's today. Why? Because they had a trolley and a baby and I would just had my headphones in with a little bag. So I thought, you know what? You clearly have got more on your hands. So you go ahead. You go first. That is, that is wow, we're going to change the world. If only everyone was like you, Fab. If only everyone was like you. The world would be a bad, bad place <laughs> if everyone would was be like a bad me. place. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. Please rate it five stars, hit the follow button, hit the like button. And we'll see you guys on Thursday. Yeah, we certainly will. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.